Alright, welcome, 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 welcome back to the podcast. Um, I just want to do like a general rant. I'm not trying to make it like too intense. I just, I'm driving to San Diego and it's a little, probably close to like 6.30 right now. It's going to be about two hour, 15 minute drive Um, that might decrease to about five to ten minutes by by it might decrease by about five to ten minutes please bear with me I have had a day and I'm tired um and I'm all over the place I don't even know how I want to feel I don't even know what I'm really trying to do um I'm annoyed by everything. I'm irritated. This guy's looking at my dirty-ass car. Just drive, buddy. Um, My car's been, like, sitting in the driveway for, like, I don't know, two weeks? When's the last time I drove? Two weeks ago? That, That can't be right. Yeah, the last time I was, like, right, the, the Monday before I got COVID, uh, so around like, I don't know, the 17th or so, I can't really do that math in my head really easily, but, um, yeah, wow, no, that can't, yeah, I guess that's right, so I haven't driven since about the 17th of July, and today is August 5th, that can't be right, but I guess it is, but my car's been sitting in the driveway all the time, and my folks do a lot of gardening, and you know, we're close enough to the ocean that there's, like, a really hazy marine layer, and there's always, like, fog and just moisture in the air, and then we get windy days, and then there's dust and dirt all over the place and sand, and so we just deal with all that. Everything is sandy where we live. Um, so, there's that. Um... I'm kind of, like, mentally, emotionally, just cognitively all freaking over the place. Um, Physically, everything. I'm just, like, I don't even know. Like, everything's kind of in a mode right now that's just, like, yo, what's up? Uh, I can't really pick one. I can't really just, like, pick, like, uh, you know? Like, part of me is, like, super excited. It's the weekend now, officially. You know, it has been for me officially for the last two hours, two and a half hours or so, um, if you want to count the amount of time that I kind of, like, actually stopped working, I mean, I stopped working, like, about an hour early, because I finished my work, and it was just a rough day, so I was just like, well, I'm just not gonna do much, um, you know, I communicated with the, with the parties in charge, and they kind of know, knew what was up, um, so they're not gonna, like, penalize me for it, like, I just didn't want to take a day off, and I was like, I'm just gonna take it easy, but keep working, and I'll let them know if I felt like I needed to really just not be there, um, but, yeah, I technically worked the full shift, like, I was there, um, but I wasn't 
doing a lot of like actively super productive, super important stuff. I was, you know, I had I had my plans for the day, and then the day just went its own direction, and so I just went with the flow. And you know, I, as much as I as much as I kind of shit on my job, I the thing I like about my company is that at least lately. Um, um, other than the very first, well, there are some other people I've interacted with, but, um, I kind of know how to deal with those types, but on the, on the topic of bosses and, and, um, management, like, they're very understanding, they're very helpful, they're very supportive, um, especially if you just communicate with them, you know, before, uh, if you can, you know, if you kind of, like, tell them what's going on in your life or whatever, like, in general, um, they kind of get you, and they're, like, you know, because they've all had our positions, too, which is the good part, so it's, like, it, you know, they've moved up to where they are from where we are, um, not all of them, not all of them, but I feel like those make the best bosses, the ones who had your position within recent years and then got chosen for management positions or lead positions or supervision positions of different types of, I don't know, there are different roles um, that we have at our site that other sites don't really have, but um, so it's just, you know, nice to have a boss that you can just be like, dude, I'm just having a, having a day, and they're just like, they get it, and they kind of like, you know, like they'll tell you, they'll tell you when it's like, okay, like, somebody's gonna need to handle this today so let us know if somebody else needs to do this if you can't do it like they're they're very good at like letting you know not holding grudges and like you know as long as as long as you're able to kind of communicate things in the most responsible manner possible like even when I even when I you know noticed on a Sunday one day that you know it was going to be too late for me to like rent a car and then drive all the way, you know, back to where my, because uh, my car broke down, so it was going to be too late for me to rent a car, uh, I couldn't find a car rental that was open that I could get to that had something affordable that I could get all the way to where I was needing to be, um, you know, without even sp- either spending a fortune or, um, you know, I didn't, it was late too, like kind of later in the evening. So I was like, I'll, I'll at the earliest get back at like 11 PM. And then I know it takes me a while to unwind. So I didn't want to get home on a Sunday night around 11 PM. Um, and then, you know, have to, you know, uh, like, get home at, like, 11 p.m., because that's where my computer was, like, I was in a a different city from my work, my work equipment, and we have to use our computers, our cell phones, all that kind of stuff, like, that's how we have all of our client records, and so I wasn't near it, I was, like, 100 miles away from it, and so I was able to message my boss that I just kind of couldn't come in, um, that was probably the second least responsible thing I've ever done. Um, I think at my other site, the first least, re- least responsible thing I ever did was I was 
I, I kind of misjudged, I guess, my, my drinking going out one night. And I, I used to have this breathalyzer. I, I still have it. I just, I don't really drink that much. So I don't really like, I don't know. It's in the car somewhere, but I don't know where the heck it is. It's somewhere. But, um, yeah, I have a breathalyzer and I just, I don't know. I might not, I might've lost it. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm assuming it's in the car, like jammed underneath something in the trunk or whatever. But yeah, I remember going out for drinks one night with friends and then. Um, you know, I came home and took a shot for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Like, it, it, I was like, whatever, the night's young. Um, and I was starting work the next day at noon. And I woke up and I was like, okay, I can sleep till like 10. And I went to sleep late. I don't know what time it was. It was probably midnight, but it wasn't like so, so late. It, like, if you don't have to be up till like 10, like midnight's nothing, right? Um, and I probably did sleep that long. And I woke up and I was kind of groggy. And it's like, you know, because I skipped my normal routine of like hydration, breakfast, not drinking the night before. Like I skipped my whole entire like regular routine. So naturally I was going to be a little off. Um, but I remember it was like, you know, I would leave at the latest like 1130 um, to get to work at 12. And but usually I would I would pick up Subway because it was Thursday so I would have Subway you know usually I would have breakfast at home and then I would have Subway once I got to work at noon because we had an, a meeting that started right when work started at noon so we actually had to get there a little before noon so we could like get the computers up and everything and so usually um if I wasn't getting Subway like I kept I kept like spare like little bit of food at work you know for days when I was just like either forgot my lunch or something so I'd usually have like a, a couple like cup of noodles or like you know those like pouches of like Indian like curry with like or like even like the Japanese curry packets and then like those like microwavable steamed rice you know instant steamed rice kind of things so I would have that kind of stuff at work like like two or three options of things um, Thursdays usually I ate twice at work because we were there till 8 p.m. But yeah, I remember that day I woke up. I was like, dude, I'm like feeling like I'm maybe not that sober. And I got dressed, I got ready and everything. And then I drove, I actually drove, like I, I used my breathalyzer and I was within the limits, but I was still like testing uh, with with an alcohol, a blood alcohol concentration. Like it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't 0.08, but I think it was, like, 0 0.03, 0 0.04. Like, it was a little bit. Like, it wasn't, like, a lot, but I was, like, you know, I drove, and I was, like, I'm cool to drive uh, legally, you know, so I drove all the way to work, and then, you know, I, I was in the car for, like, a little bit. I didn't get the subway or anything, and then I was in the car for a little bit and I was like, well, maybe if I drink a couple like bottles of water or like, I think I had like one of those gallon jugs and I was like drinking like a little water and I was like, I went in, had some coffee. Like we didn't like officially log on to work. We didn't like usually officially log in because like the front desk at that job would see us as we would come in and they would just mark the time that we came into the office. Like, cause they would have to see us. We'd have to pass the window there were no other doors we could use to get in um and so they would see us coming in 
Um, and even if they weren't there, like, it's like, you know, like, if you're not in the meeting on time or, like, you know, eventually somebody's going to notice if you're not there. But, like, yeah, usually we were responsible. If you're going to be late, you would, like, text at least at least one of your coworkers, if not your boss, and you'd just be like, can somebody please say that I'm going to be late or whatever. And then even if they told the boss, like, way after the fact, it's like, it's still timestamped when they texted you or whatever. So it's like, but it wasn't like you couldn't be doing that every day, like text your friend and to tell the boss or whatever. So it's like stuff like that where it's like, oh, I don't have the boss's number in my cell phone and like you're the only number I have or something like, you know, like the occasional thing. And so, yeah, I was I was irresponsible by going to work thinking I was going to work and I was not, you know, I, I wasn't comfortable with not being fully sober. And so I was like, you know, because I didn't feel, I didn't feel, like, fully all there. Like, I wasn't feeling drunk, but you know how it is when you've been drinking not that many hours ago. Um, it kind of felt like that. Like, I still felt a little bit, not quite a buzz, but just a little bit of, like, just that haziness and, like, just not, like, not in the state of mind I wanted to be when I'm, like, starting out my day presenting, like, important cases for work. Like, I would have had to be, like, typing in notes and like presenting stuff like within like 10 minutes and so I was like I don't think I can do that yet like maybe if it was the kind of day where like you have a two-hour meeting at first where you're doing nothing and you're just like sitting there listening to people and then you have like some other presentation like yeah if I'm eased into like three hours of just like sitting and listening to stuff yeah I could do that but it's like if I actively have to be talking and then there's a chance that like the meetings always would get interrupted by walk-ins so that would have been another chance to take that I would have maybe had to see a client you know I feel like I on my end I felt like oh that was so irresponsible like but I did take work off I did take work off I came in I was at work I was on time um and then I just was telling my boss I was like you know like on second thought even though I'm here I kind of don't really think I should work um you know, I didn't give much of an explanation. I was just kind of like, I think, I think I really just need to go back home and go to bed, um, and eat better. Cause I don't think I had even eaten by that point. Like, cause I was trying to like rest, um, as long as possible, but yeah, that wasn't responsible of me. And I kind of was like kicking myself over it, even though like nobody like cared and they don't like ask us to like reveal like what's going on. The only time work has ever started asking us to reveal stuff was since covid now whenever you get like any kind of sneeze or cough or anything they want to know if you're positive for covid which i get like that's perfectly acceptable um you know we're not trying to like spread it as fast as wildfire but because it does spread freaking fast and so yeah i i understand that um it's annoying but i understand it but um yeah, they're usually when I have to take off work, it's u- it's usually been like me saying I will work today or I can't work today, you know, like or I can work part of today. Um, but yeah, I've had those irresponsible experiences. Um, but nothing that was like so over the line that I could have gotten fired over it. Like I I was you know, thinking it through, and I, you know, like, at first, I was kicking myself over it, and I was like, damn, like, why did I even, 
like go in and like that wasn't responsible of me but then like later like a year or so later I kind of realized I was like you know that was a responsible move um like I've talked to people that I've worked with before who said that like they used to drink like at work just to like cope with being on the job like because it wasn't that job but like another job that was like so stressful that a couple people had been working at a couple people I knew had been working at another place that I don't remember what it was but it was some other place that was so stressful that they would like they weren't like plastered but they would like drink like have a beer or half a beer or something like on the job and I'm like okay that is not in my comfort level um like yeah because even if you can function I feel like if something happens and you're under the influence even if nobody knows you'll know you know and that's the thing I never want something to happen and have that be like on my shoulders you know it's like um like it's bad enough when things happen and it's like out of everybody's control and everybody was trying their best or even if like it's out of everybody's control but like maybe somebody slipped a little bit like they forgot to schedule somebody and then they committed suicide or something like just like things that happen just because like the job is so rushed and everybody's stressed and like you know of course you're gonna make mistakes but it's like those are kind of like normal mistakes that are like okay like we can see that you've been trying up to this point you know um but yeah like my work-life balance is all off like I feel like every weekend I'm spending so much of my energy just trying to like be able to like function at work and it's not even a hard job necessarily well I tell myself it's not I actually tell myself it's not a hard job because I'm comparing it to my other one but it's hard in its own ways like it's 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 focus like for focus for my style of focus it's hard like I don't focus very well sitting in a room by myself with very low stimulation low energy you know I don't focus very well like that um I don't uh I can but I don't um caffeine helps but then once the caffeine wears off I start getting a little like like unfocused and kind of like not quite jittery like I don't drink that much caffeine like literally it's like if I drink even like a full inch deep of of coffee in a full in a day that's a lot for me and that's usually in two sittings that's usually like maybe half an inch worth before before work or like right at the start of work and then if I'm feeling a little like groggy after lunch like if I ate something for lunch you know how sometimes you get like tired because you ate like a giant burger or something it's like of course it's gonna like take all your energy and all your brain power because everything's trying to like process the food um yeah like that's kind of what I would notice like I'll drink maybe the rest of the coffee then if I have more than that in a day then I know I'm gonna be like regretting it because then the come down from it is like too intense I get like super irritable and like I'm just like you know there's plenty of other stuff that I need to be doing at the end of my day like when I'm off work and I would probably be like too scattered and I don't even know if I want to call it anxious it's like it's not like a like anxious like 
emotionally, it's more like a, like, like physically, like kind of like physically, like it's a, it's, it's a feeling I don't prefer. Like, it's like the physical feeling of anxiety, just kind of like, like, I just don't like that feeling at all. I know a lot of people love having like that heightened energy and stuff. I really just don't like it. Um, it doesn't naturally match my own energy. Like, I don't like to be too far from my natural energy. I just want enough energy to, like, focus as fast as I need to be. Um, and I don't need to be any faster than what is required um, for me to get the job done. Like, the way I kind of think about it is, do I have enough energy that I'm focused and able to finish the task? And not, like, so much energy that I'm jumping around from task to task to task and, like, doing, like, partial everything. Um, that's how I can tell if I've had too much versus enough caffeine. And then am I, um, not only the bouncing around, but, you know, like, am I, like, sometimes I notice some tasks take me way too long, right? So, for example... Something as simple as a phone call, you know, you find the client's name in the, in the, in your, in your caseload list. It's all electronic. So like, you know, as long as you're already logged in and everything, you just go to the main list and you can sort it by alphabetical order or whatever. I usually sort it by like last name and by alphabetical order. And then you just look at the caseload and you look at the list and you look at the, at the name and you click it, <laughs> and then you open a note, um, and usually the majority of it's going to be, like, pull-down menu for all the, like, demographic type stuff, and all the type of note, and all that kind of stuff, all you really write is what happened in the session, that's specifically what you write, and most of what we do is MI, and just, like, other case management skills, and, like, direct resource education and like some therapy um and then following up with provider and, and or family or whatever and so that's most of what we do or it's like driving around picking up clothes somewhere delivering them to somebody else like we can go to food banks we can go into offices and talk to providers or talk to our clients at their houses or at the offices or whatever um, their provider offices or whatever, but that, that's kind of like the majority of the types of tasks we have that aren't like electronically faxing or like electronically uploading stuff for the people in the office to physically mail or emailing and that kind of stuff. Like, so you would think that like a task usually doesn't take that long unless you're like on the phone with a client and it's a lengthy session or unless you're like researching something that takes long to find or if you are on hold forever or if you're driving somewhere and it takes a while because like you know you try to get there early and then you know um, a lot of times we would probably write our notes from the car like a lot of us like when we do go out in the field we try to have our last sessions of the day in the field and you know, just naturally you're going to, like, time it with your errands and stuff, so you're going to write your last note from your last appointment while you're in the car with your laptop and stuff, and then go do whatever you're going to do, like, go straight to the gym or whatever once you log off work at four, 
stuff like that. Like, we're not usually always 100% sitting at the desk. Um, but yeah, like, when I'm sitting at the desk all the time, and it's just not as fun. Um, it's not as engaging. It's a little boring. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, but there are, like I mentioned, like, there are more tasks that we do, but that's the majority of the tasks. And it's like, it's kind of like, you never really know what, what's going to need to happen that day. And some of it's rushed and some of it's like, okay, I can wait to do that till Monday. Like there's some tasks I had that I could have done Tuesday or Wednesday and I, I shoved them all the way till, um, instead of doing them today, I put them on like this coming Monday just cause I'm like, I didn't want to do it today and I didn't have to. Like some stuff is like time sensitive, but usually we have enough time to figure things out. And then we get, like, urgent calls. And so it's, like, really hard to know um, what the day is going to be like. So that's another factor that's kind of difficult. And then just kind of just naturally for my own energy, it's kind of hard for me to, like, sit in a room by myself. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say that I get, like, lonely working. I wouldn't necessarily put it that way. Um... Because, I, I mean, I'm constantly texting people. Like, I'll text my friends. I'll text my family. I'll, I'll text the clients. I'm talking to my coworkers. Um, sometimes we call each other. Like, me and my coworkers will call each other or we'll just be, like, online and just, like, talking to each other and stuff. Like, either typing or, like, talking or texting through our work phones or, like, whatever. Like, we're pretty social on there. Um, online, like, we're pretty social all day, um, and then, you know, I've, I haven't even, like, lived by myself anytime recently at all, like, I was, I'm at the house lately, but before that, I was living with roommates, I mean, the roommates would have been more than happy to talk to me, I mean, that's, that was very one-sided, but it's, like, if I really needed to talk to somebody, uh, you know, like, at a house, I've pretty much always had somebody that's in the house like even where I'm living now and like being with the folks and stuff it's like you know my mom doesn't leave the house like she's always home like unless like she goes to the bank or something like she's always home like that's just kind of how it is like you know um and where I lived before you know there were a couple people that were just they never left unless they went to get groceries or like to an appointment or something they like hardly ever left I was I don't think I was ever at that house fully by myself but maybe once maybe twice if, if I'm being generous if I'm being generous I'll say maybe five times total in like um how many years like two a two and a half year period or so like I haven't even been by myself at that house five times and there were there were many days during the rona where i was just like home all day every day you know there were many days because i was working from home and so since 2020 and so i was home the majority of the day and there was always somebody at the house um and so yeah i i mean i've always been surrounded by people but being surrounded by people doesn't necessarily mean that like it's not going to be a lonely situation but I don't really think, I really felt like, I don't think that that's something that comes up often at work. It's just more so I'm used to working 
with like a community feel like kind of like like you know like I don't I'm weird at work like I'm really weird at work like the the previous work setting and the one I have now as far as staff is kind of the type that I prefer socially like as far as like my personal life socially um I really like being around people who are who are passionate and compassionate and really like to like they care about like important things you know not just like super like like everybody has like superficial stuff that they care about obviously that's fine you know and just like entertainment that they like or whatever like I'm not knocking it I'm just saying like you know like it's there's like definitely deeper connections there and people aren't usually like you know yeah on occasion people might get on one another's nerves but it's never something that lasts more than like a day it's usually like okay we're both irritable at the same time and so we were both like affecting each other like that's normally what it is like I was a little too rushed and you were a little too you know busy or whatever and it's like just little things like that it's usually not like some long drawn out like thing of like people now they hate each other or whatever like it's it I haven't really been in a situation like that in a long long time but yeah I kind of prefer these types of settings where it's like you know like the connections with the staff is good the connection with your boss is good like you can kind of trust the people that you work with and then you know even ideally you know like you're actually friends outside of the office but then in the office you're able to keep that professional boundary like really tight like I, like I think the closest friends I have that are work friends that's usually how I'm the most comfortable and they know that about me so they know like you know whatever we did outside of office hours we do not discuss like you know unless it's like I'm texting you on your personal cell phone during work from my personal cell phone during work to try to make plans with you that's about as much as we overlap at work um and they totally get it and they've always gotten that and like it's really cool and then you have the other ones that are always just trying to like you know um kind of put you on blast a little bit like a little bit like a little because they think it's funny like that can be annoying but it's like okay it's funny too a little bit like as long as they don't go like way over the line <laughs> But then you have the other ones that are either, like, they don't, they usually don't make the cut. Like, I'm not saying I don't like them as human beings or that they're not fine people or that they're not um, good as co-workers. It's just, it's hard for me to, like, I don't, I wouldn't say that I distrust. It's not like a distrusting. It's just during work, I prefer to be able to do my job without it being awkward on any level. So I don't want clients overhearing things about what I do on the weekends you know the place where I used to work had like all these like weird little hallways like criss like crisscross it was like if you think of like an eight shape on one side and like a, a sideways U shape on the other side with all these like connecting doors and like hallways and then like these other little doors on the outsides of the walls um um that's kind of what it looked like I don't know that makes no sense but yeah basically it wasn't just like a long linear hall right like there were different areas you could go and so you never really knew who was where like 
there might be like areas that were like open like bullpen style like with the case management area that was like an open like bullpen and sometimes there'd be like a client seated in there like you would turn the corner to go like heat up your lunch or something and go through that like hallway door and then there's like a client like sitting there like you never know who's where and even though they're open spaces and technically it's usually only staff that there and usually the clients are in the like private rooms like you never know sometimes they're waiting outside by the bathroom door or like they're taking a phone call in the hallway or, or something like brief or like they're waiting outside the doctor's office while the doctor and nurse consult or like something like there there were there was always not every day all the time but there was always a chance to, that you would bump into a client or someone would be having a session with the door open and then the client like maybe they left to go consult and then the client was sitting there and the door was open like and these are just hallways like open hallways so you couldn't just be like talking to your friends about like the party last night or whatever and then like somebody's in there like with a serious situation and their therapist is out like talking like across the hall in a closed door and that that door where the client is is just open just like overhearing your whole entire conversation like you can't just be peeking around the corners and seeing who's where and like are there clients like are there staff like not even just clients like sometimes you don't want staff overhearing everything too like so yeah it was like I feel like most people kind of got that and then there were the select few that just couldn't really understand <laughs> what was happening and that's why I said they didn't really make the cut they were the ones that I was like I, I'm open with my with my coworkers. usually I'm like that's how I really test things out I'm usually like yeah let's hang out let's hang out let's hang out let's hang out and usually it's the ones who either never hang out they're the ones that I never really get too close to because um, we never hang out outside of work so I just see them you're only a co-worker yeah we're friendly as friends at work but I wouldn't really like call you up on the weekend or something like we're not like talking outside of work like we don't really have a relationship outside of work for me that's fine um some people like I noticed something that I don't like uh some people want to have that like close relationship but only at work and never want to hang out outside of work to me that doesn't work I mean maybe if it was a different type of job like that didn't involve like client care and like how you have to be so professional like I feel like it's the type of job like you don't really want to have any weirdness in your reputation um because you're dealing with people and their sensitive issues and then you know like you want to be professional like you don't want to feel awkward around like your leads or around your supervisor or around your directors or assistant directors or anybody like you don't want to feel like oh I can't come in and consult because like they know that I was like out drinking last night like it's kind of like <laughs> it's weird right to me it's weird anyways and I feel like some people don't find that to be weird but to me it's like I like I like things to be like so finely defined uh, when it comes to work and, and this type of a setting and so I'm wondering if I get a different job that's in a different setting like if I do end up outside of mental health and end up working in a type of job that's like some complete different kind of setting um how I would really feel about that um and how I would function socially like would I be doing things exactly as I am now or would I like change it up a little bit um 
what I ha- what I have now really works for me, so I don't really see any reason to change it. Because usually I'm I'm giving everybody fair opportunity. Usually my rule is, you know, I'll put more trust in a person who's willing to go out and hang out. You know, because then it's like we're all on the same level almost. It's like we all were doing this. <laughs> we were all getting stoned in the car that night, guys. Like it wasn't just me, you know? Like I'm not just talking about like what I did. It's like we were all there doing this or like at least witnessing it and like you know, an accomplice or whatever. Like we were all there. We all went to shop at the dispensary. We all went to the porn shop. We all did it, you know? It's like this is what we all did. And so, you know, we all went to the bar, you know, we all did that. Like, it's not like it was just like me talking about what I did. Like, I feel like it's very even that way. And usually that tends to like deter people from kind of like talking too much about things. Even, Even the really nosy ones or the really like gossipy ones tend to maybe not say too much when they know everybody's there and the thing is too is like okay we're we're all like therapists overall like or in some realm of therapy so everyone understands like confidentiality and privacy and stuff like that like it's not like we don't know what that is and so I usually trust that people know how to do that will they do it I don't know but I, I don't think I've ever really to my knowledge had too much trouble with um Jeez, why is there so much stuff in the freeway? I'm, like, dodging, like, bags and bumpers and, like, Jesus. (laughs) I'm on the 73 right now just because I need, like, a smooth patch, man. Like, dude, there was, like, all kinds of stuff in in the street. And I don't know what they did where, I don't know if that's Anaheim or just before Irvine. They, like, totally screwed up all the roads. Like, you can't see, the lines don't make any logical like you know how when you drive and it's like you kind of automatically follow the curve of the line when you're kind of like on a bit of a curve or a bend you know you can kind of like naturally let your car tires just go like you're not like jerking the wheels around like I feel like I just did that for like 10 minutes and now I'm in another section where there's just like people's cars just fell apart and nobody came back and got their stuff like I don't know um yeah, I think I almost hit a bag of, like, hay or something. I don't know what that was. It looked like it was a big paper bag, and then I, I got closer to it, and it looked like it was, like, a bag of, like, hay or, like, I don't know. People don't have hay out here, but it was, like, a, uh, it looked like it was wrapped in, like, that potato sack kind of cloth, like, but it was, like, a tightly bound, like, gigantic thing of like hay I don't know it was it was I think it was hay I'm pretty sure it wasn't like in a square but it was like unless it was like tumbleweed or weeds or or some kind of like something it was something brown sticks light brown sticks like that looked like somebody was like gardening or something and like it fell off their truck um I don't know why that would be like on the side of the road but whatever um but yeah, that's kind of my take on things uh, with work, with hanging out with with coworkers. I'm pretty open to hanging out with people. Um, I usually like it. Um, most of the people I work with, I do want to get to know them. Like, um, 
most of the people I meet, I want to get to know them. I'm usually just kind of, like, naturally interested in people. Like, not, not for any real motive, really, I don't think. I just, I don't know. I wouldn't even say that I, like, it's, it's from a, a place of, like, caring about them all the time. Like, not that I don't care. I don't know. I'm, this is coming out wrong. But, like, I care. But, like, I don't really care to do anything with the information. It's just kind of like, yeah, I like learning about people. I like learning about all kinds of stuff. But I like learning about people and, like, how how maybe we're similar, how we're different. Like, I, I really like social settings, um, even though they're, they can be a little stressful to, like, think about before they're happening. But, um... I do get a little anxious, like, I'm not, like, a totally not anxious person, like, totally I can be, but, like, sometimes I'm not, too, so I don't really know, like, it kind of just depends on, like, where my head is, um, but yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I say that my job's not stressful because it seems like it's not, but there's a lot of dynamics that kind of make it a little less normal, like, especially the social part, it's, like, it's kind of hard to get to hang out with the coworkers. Um, um, I kind of like to naturally test stuff too. Not like test it. Like I'm not like I don't know. Like the way I use words sometimes, I don't. I don't really, I'm not like calculating things, or maybe I am, and I just don't know it. But like I like to kind of like see where people feel out, kind of where people are at before I know them. And so I have a lot of that because um, we have a lot of coworkers that kind of come and go and like changing and like people changing teams and stuff. So there are a lot of people that I know about that I never really worked with. And then like something happens and now they're in this meeting with me and then I'm like, oh, now I'm getting to know this person. And then that other person I really liked is now on this other team. And I like have no reason to ever talk to them because we have like no meetings or nothing in common other than the fact that we like text each other every now and then like that kind of stuff like but I like to kind of know I guess what I what I do usually I guess when I'm trying to like know who I'm gonna kind of interact with at work um another thing I I kind of do is kind of like getting to know like what they do and I've noticed most of my coworkers either they're either they're really shy and they just aren't open to sharing or they and they and you know they're not open to sharing but they're just always doing stuff and just never mention it or they're just totally homebodies and never ever hardly ever leave the house and i'm noticing more and more so many people never ever 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 leave the house ever 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 and so like it's really hard for me to get to know those people because I don't really hang out really at people's houses like if you're like a really close friend or if you invite me over which most people I know don't really live by themselves and so we're not really like inviting people over like that all the time like you know people have their families people have their partners people have their roommates a lot of times they're not just like having co-workers come over for drinks or whatever but I mean if someone welcomes me into their home I'm, I'm you know cool like let's let's do that but usually it's not um usually kind of people keep a bit of space on that which I get I mean I'm totally the same way I don't I don't think I've ever had any co-workers come over to my house um have I I don't think I have um uh, no one I think I've had one co-worker come into my house one um that was a weird experience um but and it was also like 
it wasn't even like like planned it was kind of like they needed to come in the house and because we always hung out at this other person's house I kind of felt a little like I can't just be like you can't come over because they were asking something so simple of me that I was like you know I can't say no even though at the house I wasn't allowed to have any guests at all but I was like you know whatever like you know they're asking me something I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like uh you know they're asking like a favor of me because they're you know we always hung out you know I would always hang out at this person's place we would always be like hanging out and like catching up and like we would hang out other places too and you know they'd always be like you know buying sushi or pizza or like whatever and like they're always so welcoming and so like when they were just like can I come over like because we were about to go to like an event and they were just gonna pick me up because it was like right near my place anyways and I was gonna show them the best parking and so we could not pay parking and then just walk you know because it was like a block from where we were gonna park and so I was like well just pick me up and I'll show you where the parking is and then you know like I didn't like ask but like to pick me up but I was just like we'll we'll just get there early and kind of tailgate a second and like whatever and so we kind of had this little plan going and they came over they were like on their way Um, and they're, like, an active sports person, and so they were, like, coming off of, like, playing some kind of game or something, and they were, like, can I, you know, can I just change at your place real quick when I get there, because I'm gonna come straight from my game, and I was, like, cool, and I thought about it, and I was, like, shoot, like, I can't, like, have people in the house, but I didn't go back on it, and I was just, like, well, you can come over, but, you know, you can, like, just change in the bathroom or whatever, so I was, like, cool. So I didn't even try to clean, guys. I didn't try to clean at all. Like, I didn't, like, make any effort to clean whatsoever. Um, and, of course, I'm sharing the house with a billion people. And so right when my friend was like, hey, I'm like, um, I think they were just getting gas, like, down the corner from my place. And then they were going to be at my place, like, within, like, five minutes. And they were, and then of course a roommate jumps in the shower and I'm like, damn it, like now they can't like use the bathroom, which wasn't that clean anyways, but I was like, it's way cleaner than my room. And so then they had to like come change in my room and I was just like, fuck, (laughs) like this isn't, that's not the, uh, you know, at least when you're having somebody over, you you want the place to be clean. Like it wasn't like a little disheveled. It was like literally like I had not cleaned at all because I was tired and then, like, the, the first chance I would have gotten, this was, like, the beginning of the weekend, and we had plans, and it was, like, morning on a weekend, and so I was, like, I didn't even have any time to clean, and had I known that that they wouldn't have been able to use the bathroom, I at least could have been cleaning for the whole time, but instead I was just, like, chilling and not really cleaning, because I just assumed, like, well, they're not going to have to see my room anyways, and that's probably one of the messiest days it's ever been like that, like, it, it was, like, bad but I I basically just covered all the mess I shoved everything in the closet and then just covered everything that was out in the open just like with blankets I was like I don't know what else to do because like I can't clean this shit like I I got laundry and like all kinds of stuff just like everywhere like you know like I can't clean this in five minutes there's no way so I just I had to just suck it up but I'm like whatever that's kind of like about as good as it's gonna get buddy but you know, whatever, that's just how it is, but yeah, I don't really have co-workers at my house like that, and at that time, we weren't even working together, but 
I don't know. I, I don't think I would have coworkers over unless I really hung out with them. Um, but I've made a lot of good friends from work. Like it's been it's been a good time. Um, I do still have a, a couple people that I'd like to catch up with, but we just never never naturally got into a flow of like hanging out. And so it's like, even though we were close at work and like we were kind of close while we were at work, and then like we just kind of parted ways and a little bit lost contact but um, we kind of joke and say that like our jobs like a lot of trauma bonding and it really kind of is because like you meet people and you're kind of dealing with all these situations while these while you're with these people and just dealing with all these intensive cases and all these intensive situations and they're usually the ones that know the most about it because they're there from like the start to finish of every single case you know the people on your team like we don't consult or, or anything with everybody, but I mean, the people who listen to you give your case conference presentations, like they're the ones who at least know what's going on. So it's like, there's always at least a small group that's kind of like aware of like how you, how you deal with things and what stresses you out and all that kind of stuff on like a regular basis and what kind of things you're kind of dealing with at work or whatever. Um, and then, you know, you're talking to them during work anyways, like, just like, oh my gosh, like, this client keeps calling me, you know, like, <laughs> it's the 13th time they've called me today, you know, like, <laughs> and you're just, like, venting on, like, teams, just, like, messaging them or whatever, but it's, like, you know, they get it, you know, like, your family, your friends that don't really work at the same sites, they're never gonna fully get it, because they're never, like, fully there at the same time doing the same thing, and then also, it's, like, really hard to be, like, appropriately just like venting about work you know like sometimes you you're just like I just don't really want to be like venting about this with people who just I'm pretty sure they're just trying to enjoy their day they're not trying to hear all this you know <laughs> like I think it's a lot to like dump on people um even though like I feel like you know I I, I hope that I have a decent balance with it but I know there have definitely been times in my life where I was just like unloading on people but I really try not to do that anymore because, like, I've had people do that to me, and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> I just can't, you know? But, I mean, a little bit. Like, I'll, I'll always be able to, like, handle a little, at least a little bit of somebody else's um, stress outside of work. But it, it's hard for me when it's, like, somebody who just, like, whenever they call. Um, I don't have any immediate friends like this, but I'm just thinking of people I've known in the past. So I was like, whenever they call, it's just, like, to vent about their problems. And then I'm just like, oh my god, I feel so drained. <laughs> like, it's like, ah, uh, that's just like the most draining thing. And it's like, okay, I literally was doing therapy all day, and now I'm like talking to this other person, like, for hours, you know, about, like, issues, you know. Like, every time it's like an hour or two hours about, like, issues. Like, and then it's kind of hard, too, with those kind of dynamics when you don't really hang out with the person, so you don't really have, like common stories or like fun times it's just like there's just the your your role is like their free therapy kind of like I really don't like feeling that way but also it's like hard for me to be like go away um but I you know sometimes I, I don't know I've gotten really good at kind of like I don't know if people are offended I I get it sometimes I offend people because of the way I talk I get that um, that's, to it's 
it's totally understandable. I don't even, I, I used to get actually offended when people would get offended by me, and now I'm like, no, I get it, because, like, sometimes I'm just not even, I don't have any compassion to give, and I'm just like, dude, like, this is just how it is, like, you're just gonna have to deal with this on your own, like, but, you know, usually it's like, I'm able to, like, tell people if I'm just, like, not into, like, having conversations. I think that's naturally perfectly fine to be just, like, not in the mood to talk, like, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, I think it's perfectly fine to say that too. And I was talking with somebody about this, um, a friend that I grew up with. We were talking about this not that long ago, how they have a friend where they live that's, um, that's, um, um, yeah, just talking about socializing in general. Like this friend of mine, has a friend, it's hard for me to, like, explain what I'm trying to say, they have a friend who has, like, an annoying quirk about them, right, so, um, the friend always calls to complain about their partner when my friend doesn't really care, um, and then another, or, or I think the reason why is because, like, that person complains about their partner, but then they're also not, like, really direct with their partner about things and they kind of beat around the bush about like important stuff and so they complain that like that person's not like picking up on hints like not that's not exactly the problem but something along those lines where it's like they're not being forthcoming it's like okay I didn't remind them that it's our anniversary but now I'm mad that they didn't remember like stuff like that where it's like well if you know you're gonna be mad just like say something but there's that and then there's like um I think yeah my friend my friend's a really uh skilled runner um my friend runs a lot like mega I don't know what they're even called like mega (laughs) it's not called megatrons I can't think of the name I'm tired guys um just like those ultra ultra marathons that's what they're called ultras I think I don't know if there's something above an ultra, but they do, like, really long runs. Like, for them, like, a 12 to 15 mile run on, like, a Wednesday is just, like, normal. Like, that's, like, normal for them in the double digits, in the teens, just a a normal weekend. Oh, I just woke up and just went running 15 miles. Like, that's normal for for this person. Like, they don't do it, like, maybe every single day, but it's, like, I think they run almost every single day, and then... It's not always that distant, but they do distant running. And so they're very serious about it. It's kind of one of the main things that kind of, like, has been sustaining them when they've had, like, a lot that they... that they Their job is, like, you know, they can't get out of that contract, you know? It's not, it's not like, you can just quit any time. And so they're stuck for, like, an amount of years. So even if shit hits the fan or if that job gets, like, hard, they're going to be stuck having to do it. And so they have things like running that's like just really important for them. And then this friend of theirs is really like not into the running. Like, well, is is into running, but has a problem with the mats and getting lost and always shows up late. So when my friend is trying to like run, that friend shows up late and then so interrupts their, you know, their schedule and then um 
this friend of my friends um, gets lost um, often. So they get lost and then, so my friend feels a little bit obligated um, to kind of like stay with this person while they're running, but then also they're running late. So it's like this kind of like, they feel a little bit like it's a little bit disrespectful. But then I was, you know, usually my take on things is like, you should be able to tell people things, you know, but then there's always the risk of them being offended and hurt, accidentally hurting their feelings. And sometimes there's nothing you can do about that. You can say things as nicely and kindly as you need to. And, you know, if it's a sore spot or a sensitive issue for somebody, they're naturally just going to get their feelings hurt. There's nothing you can do and hope that they get over it or just say nothing. And now you get mad and pissed off and then eventually just ghost the person. I mean, it's kind of like sometimes you just have to say something. I'm more of the type of person that will like, I don't know, I can throw things out there kind of in a funny way. Even if it's not something that really bothers me or does bother me, I feel like most of the time I'm not, like, super bothered. Like, I try not to let things get to a point where I'm, like, so bothered by something. Um, And if I am that bothered, like, everybody knows. Like, I lived with, like, freaking wild-ass roommates for, like, how long? Um, And I would always speak up about what was getting on my nerves. And so it's like I was never really feeling too stuck by anything but myself you know I was just like I let myself do this it's I felt like okay the the not really power and control but more like the decision's all on me if I want to leave I can leave anytime like I always kept money on the side if I had to leave um so if I needed like even a hotel or just to like escape to LA or just get out of town and go chill in the mountains for a week or whatever like I could easily just leave. Like, it was never, like, an issue. I couldn't, like, permanently leave and be paying rent in, like, multiple places. Like, I mean, I could move, but, like, I couldn't just, like, leave and still pay rent there. Like, I'd still have to eventually get my crap out of the house and and clean it up and everything. But, I mean, I always had options to, like, go places. And so I never... I could put up with stuff for a really long time because it's like well I can just leave if I don't feel like being here I can just go take a break somewhere else you know like I've I've said my piece like if somebody's getting on my nerves I will tell them you know if there's somebody who's supposed to be in charge I will tell them what's going on I'll work with the problem solving portion of things and try to work things out like I'm not usually one to kind of let things go on so so long that I'm so annoyed that I'm just like I'm not going to talk to you anymore like I mean, I have, I have done that before, but I mean, I feel like that isn't helpful because then you're like, well, it's not really that I didn't like that person. I just didn't like that one stupid thing. You know, it's like, you know, if people don't know, then they're never going to stop, you know, or they can't even like think to stop because they don't have a clue of what is annoying. Like some people don't pick up on social cues. Like for me, it's kind of weird because I pick up on social cues. I'm just not always good at just, like, you know, not being, like, super impulsive with the way I do or say things. Like, sometimes it's just going to come out the way it comes out, you know? Even though I realize I'm like, oh, shit, maybe I need to calm down a little bit. Like, (laughs) but, you know, I think everyone who knows me hopefully knows that I have good intentions. I mean, like, I, I just say dumb shit sometimes, like, whatever. But I feel like overall I'm usually nice to people. If I feel like I'm in a mood where I'm not going to be nice, 
I just stay to myself. Like, that's just the easiest thing. Like, it comes and goes. I'm not going to be always, like, in a, in a bad mood, you know? So, and I try not to have, like, every interaction with somebody being, while well, I'm being in a bad mood. Um, I try to be pleasant to be around. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm a, I can be a little bit silly when people need me to be serious. Or I can be a little bit, like, in my own head about whatever the heck it is that I have on my mind when other people are trying to totally just, like, talk about something else. Like, I'm kind of, you know, and sometimes I notice it, but it's like I'm just kind of, like, on a roll, you know? And I think that's one thing, too, with caffeine. Even when I have a little bit of caffeine in my system, I feel like that's one thing I don't like about it is because it does make me a little bit more, like, like... My energy is a little bit more on the impulsive side, and as far as, like, socially, I can't really slow my brain down enough to kind of, like, tune into the situation. I'm kind of, like, there, but I'm not, like, fully in it all the time. I'm just, like, I can be totally in my head, um, and just, like, oblivious to, like, everything that's going on around me, and then, like, or I can just, like, notice things going on around me and just, like, not really do anything to actively like change it but I don't know um but yeah and today's just been a weird day overall um I left my watch I think I left my edibles um I don't know I'm gonna have to check once I get to this hotel if I have my edibles um then I'm gonna decide if maybe I'll just smoke a bowl. I got plenty of weed that I haven't been smoking, so there's that. But I don't know. I'll determine that once I arrive. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited about the weekend, next weekend, the days before next weekend. Um, I got a birthday coming up. I don't even know how I feel about that. I'm like, you know, I'm inching closer and closer to 40. Um, I kind of almost thought I was like a year younger than I actually am. And then I was like, oh shit, like I'm actually like older. Um, so that's annoying too. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, I'm a little bit bag of mixed emotions probably going to be that way for a while it's fine like it's not like the end of the world but I don't know sometimes I just want to feel differently than what I actually do and today's one of those days I'm kind of like I'm not really feeling like bad but it's like not like terrible bad I've definitely had worse days but coming off of COVID and then COVID followed by a period I mean come on like can you have like a worse scenario I mean it's like I need just like full freedom here like to just like fully unwind and just like have like something normal like just let me just have like a normal weekend you know where like things don't go weird and nothing strange happens and nothing breaks and I don't have to spend like a spare $1,500 for some random thing that I didn't expect you know, like, I just need things to just kind of, can this just flow for once? I just need something to just be chill. Um, 
I need like a couple of chill weeks. I haven't really had like a couple chill weeks. It's been like a lot of like things are good and then this happens and then things are good and then that happens and it's like oh my god like this is happening over here and over there and it's like I mean that's just life but it's like I kind of need like a real break you know and then I went and used like a whole lot of my PTO days because I had COVID so now I'm like even though I'm pretty burnt out and worn down I'm like I can't even comfortably just like take PTO right now like because I'm like I'm taking off two days next week which is going to be great but I'll be in the I think I'll be still at the 48 uh 48 hours of PTO remaining so um I gotta see I gotta really check and see about that but I don't really know what to say um Yeah, I've been, like, um, I use a lot of therapy services, because if I don't, I'm gonna lose my mind, um, it just kind of keeps me as balanced as I can be, which, (laughs) it probably isn't in any way obvious by, you know, the way I'm, like, always on these podcasts, just, like, saying, like, whatever the heck, but, um, yeah, um, if it wasn't for that, I would probably be, like, way, like, off the wall, um, like, I feel like I'm managing things, it's just, like, you know how it is, you can still manage things, and it's still not, like, fully ideal, you know, but I also have, like, really high expectations, so that, that is on me, that's my own fault, um, I was, I was saying today to someone how, like, I need other people to kind of usually tell me, when something's like stressful because it's kind of weird how I don't notice it like sometimes I'll just be like telling people like how my day is like because you know people ask and they're just like hey how's your day or like how are you doing and I'll just like catch them up to like what's been going on and they'll be like damn like (laughs) that's a lot and I'm like yeah that is a lot isn't it (laughs) you know it's like I don't even think about it and um I'm kind of having one of those days it's kind of just like hit me like everything kind of like building up like, it's not, like, a bad day, like, bad, I've got, I've got bad news, I've had bad news today, but it wasn't, like, a bad day, like, other than bad news, if that makes any sense, and the bad news is nothing I could do anything about, I'm not really trying to, like, be talking about it on here, but, I mean, it doesn't even, like, affect anything about my own personal life directly it's just a work situation um I'm not in any kind of trouble or anything it's just we have shitty news from work sometimes like we work with people in cases and situations and sometimes the news is just not good so it's just one of those days but um but yeah I was kind of thinking about it and I was like sometimes I'm like like, after I, after I was, like, saying that, that I need some somebody to, like, tell me how stressed my day is sometimes, because I don't really, like, even though I do, like, I, I, I think I do tune into myself, but maybe I don't. Like, I feel like I do, but then at the same time, I'm like, how do I not notice when I'm stressed? But maybe I just ignore it. Like, there is a part of me that ignores it. So, I remember, like, I don't know what 
I was talking about, like, I think I was talking about, like, kind of, like, family dynamics and, like, LGBT topics and, like, like, the, I don't know, it wasn't really, like, any stressor directly, but I was just, like, you know, how therapists kind of just, like, what's on your mind kind of thing, and I was just kind of, like, I don't remember how we even got into that conversation, but the therapist brought it up, like, kind of, like, what's the, what's the dynamic between, you know, like, you and your parents, and then, like, staying in their house, and then, like, because my parents are religious, and then, like, me having my whole, like, gay self life, you know, like, I just do all my gayness, like, they, you know, I don't know what they think, like, they never say anything about anything, and so, like, the therapist was kind of, like, curious about that, and I was just kind of, like, trying to explain it, and I was like, yeah, I mean, my folks aren't, like, bad, like, they're not, like, standing at my door, like, knocking on the door, like, we hear what you're watching, you know, it's like, (laughs) I mean, I don't know if they know, if they know, like, what I'm watching or what I'm doing, like, I don't even know, um, I was, I think I put a recording about this somewhere, but I was saying something even, like, you know, for example, I'll be, like, in the living room, for example, and, you know, not recently, like, I haven't recently watched Sopranos with my mom, but, you know, like, when you watch YouTube on the television, and there's, like, um, you know, it has, like, your history on there, kind of, like, it has, like, the, the tiles of, like, um, kind of, like, what you've been watching or what it's recommending to you, and then, like, I guess on the left side, the way this, uh, the way this visually looks, like, on the left side, it has, like, stuff that you've recently searched, um, and so, like, as you're typing in, like, say, if I'm typing in Sopranos, anything with an S is gonna come up, and then, like, all, like, there's gonna be all these other, like, things popping up, uh, based on either past searches, stuff that I normally search for, things that I usually follow, like, people's channels I'm usually watching, um, and I don't think I realize how much gay, gay content I really consume until I'm, like, in the living room with my mom, and she's, like, sitting there waiting for me to, like, tune the Sopranos in and, like, pick the episode, but before I get to the point where we're, like, on the Sopranos page, like, there's all the other stuff that's on YouTube that I've been watching, and so I'm, like, I'm sure she sees it, like, there's no way she's, like, ignoring this, um, she's sitting there just patiently, like, waiting for me to, like, do it, like, she's not, like, on her phone or in another room or whatever, she's just, like, looking at the TV, and I'm, like, yep, (laughs) and, like, I, I laughed once when, um, a couple Christmases ago, like, Ah, more than a couple now, maybe like 2018, 2019, 2018, um, in Christmas, during Christmas, um, I remember being with, like, my sister, her boyfriend, my brother, my mom and dad, um, I can't remember if we had another family friend over and, and their kid, but I just remember at least it was our immediate family and my sister's boyfriend, and, um, I remember, you know, like, me and my sister have shared a Netflix account for ages, and, um, um, so, we basically were, like, um, you know, let's watch something as a family, you know, and mine was already, like, I think we had, like, mine, my sister's, 
I think we had like a blank account too but like mine was already like you know how it kind of like tries to suggest things for you and stuff and like I already had like a queue or list or whatever it was called at the, I, they used to call it the queue or, or something and now they call it the list I guess but I don't remember what it was at that time one or the other the list of like what you kind of like add for like what you're trying to watch later or what you want to like remember to watch or something um so I had this list um of all the stuff I was gonna watch later and it was just like every single like LGBT movie or show that was available on Netflix and I remember like just sitting there with my family and my sister's the one who's like controlling everything and she's like we couldn't find anything because first of all you know my religious parents like how are you supposed to watch a movie like sometimes during Christmas I'm like okay like I don't want to watch a Christmas movie on Christmas let's like watch something else I used to always hate that, too, when I was actually watching TV and they would have, like, the holiday episode on the holiday. I hate holiday episodes. Like, I don't know. I just... Sometimes it's like, okay, like, we know. It's Halloween. Like, just let's watch something else. Like, does everything have to be themed, you know? Like, I get annoyed by that, but... Um... Yeah, I just... Yeah, she was flipping through the channels. And... Well, not the channels, but, um, my list like trying because we were like well let's just we couldn't search for anything because everything was like Christmassy and then my parents are like really religious and so they don't like cursing and swearing and violence and nudity and sex or anything right so it's like how are you supposed to pick a movie that's not like a Disney Pixar kind of thing you know and then actually watch a movie as a family it's like we can't watch movies as a family because like you know, me and my brother and sister, will watch, like, Tarantino movies and stuff, and then my parents, like, can't even, like, get through, like, five minutes of that, but, yeah, like, they just, they, they just don't have, and then, like, they get really kind of strict about it when they're, like, as a family, like, I'm pretty sure, like, my, my dad's whole thing is, like, if you want to watch that kind of stuff, just watch it by yourself, and so I was, like, I get it, but he's, like, yeah, like, if we're doing like family things it's really hard for our family to do things because we don't all like have the same taste other than like soccer and basketball um and we usually watch basketball on christmas but we weren't watching basketball at this point and so yeah my sister was just like in my netflix you know list and just like everybody's just sitting there on the couch like let's flip through all my gay movies like okay <laughs> like <laughs> and I think I don't know nobody said anything but my sister's like <laughs> I hear my sister and she was just like okay she's like okay let's look at mine account <laughs> let's click, let's look at my account I'm like okay thanks let's look at yours like <laughs> like I didn't like say don't do it but I didn't also remember like what was in there like I'm just like damn um, and Netflix doesn't even really have, like, anything that, like, risque on there, anything, it's all just, like, it's Netflix, like, the most you're gonna get is a rated R, and, you know, if you're not into rated R movies, then you're not gonna watch it, but, um, yeah, it was just kind of funny, and then, um, yeah, the other experience that was more recent that I was saying was that, like, you know, it's happened more than once because we've been watching The Sopranos. I think my mom came in on season two or season three, and we're in, like, season five now, or 6A or whatever it's called. Um, and so, um, yeah, she's been there almost every time when I'm, like, tuning in, and it's, like, 
all the gay history stuff that I have in my, you know, YouTube profile, in my YouTube, you know, account, you know, it's like, I'm sure she sees it, like, nobody says anything, but I'm like, I mean, there's this podcast that I follow called We're Having Gay Sex, it's not, it's not really, um, I don't know how to to explain that, like, basically, it's this comedian named Ashley Gavin, and she has different people on usually they're comedians or actors or somebody in entertainment but they're kind of like famous not not like Dave Chappelle famous but like if you follow a lot like if you follow enough queer content they're famous to you or you know once you learn about them you start searching their stuff and then you're like wow they're actually pretty popular um but, yeah, like, comedians, stand-up comedians, people who, like, like, for example, she had uh, Fumi from, uh, that Rich, that Rich Asians, um, show, um, he's a straight, he's a straight Japanese guy, um, Japanese, Japanese-American, um, he, yeah, and she doesn't have a lot of straight guys on there, but he was on there, and he was really funny, it was, like, he was actually cool to have on there. Uh, she had the dude who plays the the trans guy in the in the L word Gen Q. Uh, um, I guess series one of Gen Q. Um, she's ha- I don't know. She's had so many people, um, but it's usually her, her co-host, and another person. And usually the format is, you know, well, she has a bunch of ads because she has to because all of her stuff isn't monetized on YouTube, obviously, because it's gay topics about sexuality overall that they kind of mention a lot of stuff like that. So, of course, that's, you know, she's not going to be able to monetize on there like they they yeah, they shut that down real quick. So she basically has a whole bunch of like affiliates and different kind of stuff that she pitches herself in different, like, I think at the very beginning and at the very middle, um, and at the very end, and so, and then she kind of, they start, and they basically just say, like, um, their pronouns, their racial, race, gender, you know, sexuality kind of identifiers, um, of each of them, usually actually starts first, and then it goes to the co-host, and then it goes to whoever their guest is, um, and sometimes they have a guest that's like a couple, a couple like partners that are a guest, um, but that's more rare. Um, and then they usually go into like the the whole reason why it's called we're having gay sex is because they have uh, top. Uh, that's kind of like the first actual question after all the like banter and like all the fun stuff in between. Then they're like usually about ten fifteen minutes in they get to the actual point of like. The question is, like, um, did you have gay sex this week? But it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly, like, on point like that. So usually the answer is going to be yes or no. And then, or is that the story you want to share? Or is there some other random, any other thing, either, like, they call it, like, a blast from the past, like, some other sexual story from, like, your past? Or just, it could be about, like, work or school, or not, like, sexual about work or school, but just, like, any topic about any old thing about, like, 
you know, maybe they found, like, a new set of, like, drawing pencils that they really like the brand or something, and, like, that's going to be their gay sex topic. But usually they get into more, like, in-depth kind of vulnerable topics, but not, it's not, like, traumatic or anything. Like, there's always, like, a hint of comedy to it, and, like, you know, sometimes there's some tears, but usually, like, 95% of the time it's laughter, and then there's, like, maybe another 4% of, like, serious topics, but, like, on a light note, like, they don't, like, make light of it, like, make fun of each other, but it's kind of, like, they can address serious topics without it being, like, you know, um, too tense, I guess, like, they just have a, they always, like, get this, like, good rapport going, which is really cool, um, and so there's that, um, and so, like, usually Ashley starts first, and then she'll go to the, um, guest, and just be like, did you have gay sex this week, and then, like, they'll tell their story, of whatever they want to tell whatever they want to talk about like the floor is theirs it doesn't matter like if they had gay sex or not like it could be a whole episode that's not about any sex thing at all but like usually it's all about gay sex but and then they go to the co-host and usually the co-host kind of gets a little bit shortchanged um the co-host usually usually doesn't get to say as much um but I mean I think it's pretty cool to hear like three different it's it's cool to see like usually it's usually queer people of some form and they're all there on the platform you know and just talking through mics or even through zoom or whatever um sometimes they're physically there in person um sometimes they're just all in separate three separate places um and they you know it's a good time it's fun um but yeah I watch that like every week or listen to it like I don't it's, it's I mean, you just sit and watch people talk to each other. There's not really a lot to, like, visually see, but, um, unless they have a hot guest on them, of course. But, I mean, usually it's just, you can just listen to it. It's, like, it's a podcast, but it's, like, on YouTube and and other platforms, too. But, yeah, my, I'm sure my mom sees that on there. Like, it's on there all the time because I watch it all the time. Like, you know, I mean, I'm, like, how do you mistake that for any other, any other topic? It's called We're Having Gay Sex, and it's in, like, bright pink letters. Like, it's it's there, like, every single time. So, like, I have stuff like that, like, in my YouTube, in my YouTube realm. I don't, uh, I didn't post that. I didn't, I haven't posted anything. Mm-mm. I'm thinking, have I posted anything like that? Um, I think I recorded an episode about libido before recently I did, I know I did, I just don't know where I posted it, um, and then I recorded, I, I don't remember, I, I'm gonna see if I've gone through this yet, or not, but, um, I kind of wanted to go over, um, like, the sex positive, body positive kind of topics, um, and I can't remember if I, if I did or, or not, or maybe I did and I didn't post it, or maybe I posted it and it was, like, embedded in some other topic where I went, like, way and veered off topic some other place, like, I don't really know, like, 
when I first started recording these things, they were all just like this, with me just, like, ranting about, like, 80 different topics, and I had, like, no direction with it whatsoever, um, so there, it might be in there somewhere, but I kind of wanted to more directly record one, so I might, if I can figure out how long it, this drive is going to take me, where the hell am I, jeez, I think I'm, like, San Clemente, Oceanside, where am I, there's traffic, this is so annoying, like, goodness, but anyways, yeah, I, um, yeah, like, I like, I like those kind of topics, though, like, I don't really, I don't know, I get people's hang-ups, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know, I always worry about, like, recording something that's either gonna get me banned, it's so easy to get banned online, and it's so annoying, it's like, I'm not even trying to do anything illegal, but somebody hears something they don't like, and now they're offended, and then it's like, okay, well, that's the end of all the stuff that you put all your work into, so that's that. Like, somebody else has way more say over over what happens to your content than you do, honestly. It can be some mother whose child had different beliefs that came across something that you said, and you were cursing, just all of a sudden you cursed while she heard that or the other parent, maybe it's a guy parent, and he heard that, and it's like, now you're getting banned, you know, it's like, okay, sorry, but, um, I don't know, it's kind of hard, there is, like, freedom of speech, but it's kind of like, dude, like, come on, guys, like, like, I'm not even trying to, like, say stuff that's, like, so outrageous, that's, like, trying to piss people off, like, most of what I talk about is my own experiences in life, but I kind of keep it a little general because I don't want to just be, like, talking about... I try to make it relatable because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who, like, deals with the things I deal with. Um, and it's not even all bad. Like, I'm not just constantly having, like, bad days. But I'm not afraid to talk about, like, the shitty parts of my days. Like, you know? Like, I have good days. Like, the, the thing is, too, is the good parts of my days usually are like when everything just happens exactly like I expected it to happen or when I go out and have a good time and it was just pretty much any time when I'm going out it's pretty much almost always going to be a good time um I hardly ever go out even if it's something as simple as coffee or snacks or dinner or whatever like or just a walk on the beach or something like I rarely go out and don't have fun like that's rare even if I'm already like just miserable because of something else like I hardly 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 have times when I go out and I'm like wow I should have just stayed home and not gone out at all um even the stupid things I've done you know when I've ended up maybe not in a place where I thought I was gonna end up um it's been you know a fun ride you know like I you know I, I don't have that many times where there's like oh this friend or whoever made things so uncomfortable and dramatic that I stormed out and like went home or like you know it's not really like that like I know a lot of really good people you know like you know when I go out and we have fun like most people I know I know a lot of people in psych too which in a way kind of helps because like your job kind of restrains you from getting a little too wild like you know you can't do certain things or shouldn't do certain things 
you know so the the risk of actually going and performing some kind of action that's going to land you in jail um from something you actually did not just from like an officer picking you up wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing but i mean most of the people i know don't really do illegal stuff if it is illegal it's like not that illegal it's like yeah you can maybe get in trouble for that but it's not like something that is really gonna like harm any you know like i've been like outside of vegas like not even in vegas and like places with friends where it's like you know somebody might have one of those little shots in their pocket or something and be like sipping it on the street or like public intoxication kind of situations and stuff like that where it's like yeah you know but like most people I know are like together enough that they can still do stuff like that and not be just like you know drawing so much attention to themselves that they're gonna get arrested or gonna get like a citation or something like usually it's not that big of a deal and plus usually when people are doing that it's like in an environment where everyone like if we're at a place where people are bar hopping of course people are going to be walking around in the streets a little bit tipsy like that's normal by a certain hour of night like that's normal and so like for someone to, to single you or your group out would be a little odd because it's like well everybody here is doing this it's not like i'm like in the middle of like some place where i'm not supposed to be like this publicly intoxicated disrupting everybody like it's not stuff like that happening so i don't really think you know i really just don't have like dramatic times like i've had times where i've gone home just not out of like being offended but just more like uh, i think i just need to go and like I've been in settings where I was kind of, like, feeling out the situation, and I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this, like, because maybe I met some people that, like, I didn't really know, and I'm just, like, mingling with a different crowd of people that I don't really know, and then maybe they were getting up to something that I was kind of, like, not really too into, but I usually don't stick around to see what's going to happen, like, usually when I'm, like, when somebody's like, hey, let's go, like, get some meth or something, I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go home while you guys go do that, like, I don't really have any, like, really close friends that are, like, doing that kind of stuff, so it's, like, I'm not really ever feeling, like, at risk of, like, having some kind of, like, crazy-ass situation going on, but you never really know, like, but I, yeah, like, when I go out, we have a good time, like, I, 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 I can't remember the last time I came home, like, mad about something or somebody, like, I got time for that shit, like, usually it's, like, we're here to have fun, like, everyone's on the same page, and I've had, like, years of that. Like, usually it's, like, years... It's been, like, years worth of, like, just good times when I go out. Um, but a lot of times I don't really talk a lot about what I do when I go out because I'm there with other people and I'm not trying to, like, say a bunch of things that maybe people don't want me saying. And I don't want to say them anyways because it's, like, no nobody's business. Like, I'm not trying to, like, share everything about my life. I feel like I share plenty, so... I don't think people need to know more than I already share, but, um, yeah, um, but I'll, I'll have to see if I posted, if I posted that, I may have recorded, I feel like I recorded something, like, about, like, body positive, sex positive topics, but I don't know if I posted it, I probably hesitated, um, I probably hesitated because I thought, I might get banned, um, 
I mean, I've already gotten banned for, like, doing weed reviews. I mean, it's my weed. Like, why is it... I don't know. Whatever. Like, I don't know. That pissed me off. I get... I, 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 I don't want to go on a rant about it, but seriously, it's like, dude, like, why can't I review my own stuff? Like, it's mine. Like, you know? I'm not, like, telling anybody where to... Well, no, I don't think I... I don't know. Maybe I have said where I've shopped... But it's legal, and I'm within age and in a legal state. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong, so I don't really know, like, why. But I've been banned so many times um, for that, and I will still keep posting. Thank you very much. I will post. Every time you take my shit down, I will post it again. Um, And, you know, I do. I just, they take it down, I post it again. So I don't really care about that. But, um... Yeah, I do a lot of weed reviews. Um, I kind of haven't done as many because I think my phone is full. So it's hard for me to, like, record. I can't do, like, iMovie um, because I don't have enough space because it, like, double triples your usage of space. Because they didn't think that out very well. It's like you have to have it in your saved photos and then it's a duplicate in iMovie and then you have to have enough space to be able to, like, upload it onto YouTube or wherever you're uploading to. And I felt a little awkward about uploading stuff like that. Um, But, I mean, I, I think people need to know. I mean, like, who else to learn about, like, what a certain product is like for for a certain person from somebody who's using it all the time? Like, you know, like, what... You know, I feel like they don't want people to learn. Like, they really don't. But it's, like, I'm not, like, telling people what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. Like, experiences vary. Like, it's it's hard for me to predict. Like, I have friends that, like, that, like, really don't like the same experience that I like, you know. But it's, like, if you use it enough, you'll figure out what you like. But, I mean, it's hard to really know without doing the whole trial and error if you're if you don't have any content to go by and they they take down all the content so i mean what am i supposed to do with that you know it's like whatever um but yeah i'll see if i if i posted that it i don't have a i don't really have a hard time posting about sexuality topics or gender related topics but when it comes to posting about topics related to sex in general I don't have a problem with it. I just know other people have a problem with it sometimes. And especially when you're not talking about, like, cis-heterosex, you're kind of getting into territory that's, like, now people aren't really even listening to what you're saying. Sometimes they're just, like, trying to, like, not really hear you. So it's kind of like, uh, Sometimes I just want to tell people, it's like, dude, if you're offended, just turn it off and go somewhere different. Like... There's plenty of other places on the internet where you can be that doesn't have me talking on there. Like, if you don't like it, just go somewhere and find something you like. Like, you don't have to sit and listen to, like, a whole episode of somebody talking about something that makes you super uncomfortable or that really is against your religion or any kind of thing. And, you know, like, and then getting mad and then, you know, trying to get them banned and stuff. It's like, if you don't like it, if they're not doing anything illegal, just go somewhere else and go listen to other things that you approve of. 
and, you know, there's no need to be, like, offended, like, I'm not even trying to be offensive or anything, like, I just talk the way I'm talking, like, this is how I talk, like, there's nothing I can do about it, and, I mean, I don't even say, like, pro- I, I filter myself, I feel like I'm, I'm very filtered, I feel like I'm very filtered, um, you know, to me, this is filtered, so I don't, I don't know, um, like I said, like, I was raised in a religious household, I know, you know, the whole no cursing and swearing and, you know, saying certain terminology and all that, but I feel like sometimes, like, I'm not, like, doing things to be, like, aggressive or anything, it's kind of like, I, I kind of think sometimes you can lighten the mood with a little bit of profanity, like, it's fun, it's like, okay, (laughs) like, I didn't expect that, you know, (laughs) like, I try not to do it too much because I know it's offensive to people sometimes, you know, and it just, it's not really a good look, like, it's, you know, but, you know, I don't, I don't try to present a perfect picture of myself, like, I don't try to, like, act like I'm somebody that I'm not, I hope I don't come off that way, but also, like, I try, I, I don't try to, like, act like something completely unnatural from how I naturally am. I try to just be me within, like, a limit. Like, I don't talk on here exactly how I talk to my friends. Like, I would say way more to them than I would to the internet. Especially considering the fact that on occasion my mother finds my content. Like, there's only so much that, you know, you want your mom involved with. Um, Your poor religious mother. Like, I don't think she wants to be listening to all the, like, sex topics that I'd have to talk about and I don't think I want to post them all over the internet either but I mean like I think there's nothing wrong with generally talking about weed generally talking about sex you know I don't really think there's anything wrong with it but other people think otherwise and I get it if you have children that are young and like you're like what are they listening to (laughs) you know like I think that is you know I get that um you know, I know people who have young family members that watch TikTok and they've come across learning about Pornhub because of TikTok and they're like children, you know, it's like, I don't have kids, but I mean, if I was, you know, if I had a child, I mean, I have, I have like cousins that are younger, um, a nephew that's younger, um, I don't think I'd want them, you know, watching Pornhub content. I just think it's too mature for them. Like, I don't think their brains really need that at the moment. Like, it's not really something that... I think it's fine to have a discussion about it at an age-appropriate level and explain things to them. I think... I was raised in a household where my family would have been like, you don't even need to know that it exists. Um, my family would have probably been more willing to cut off the internet than they would have been to potentially have their kids stumble across a, uh, a title of a pornography website. Um, but I think, I don't know. So I think I have to continue this conversation elsewhere, but that's kind of the general direction 
you know, I don't, I, I think I'm done ranting, I think I'm almost where I need to be, I've probably been talking, like, two hours, um, it's dark now, like, I don't even, so it's gotta be, like, eight o'clock, I've been driving for, like, at least 90 minutes, then, so, I don't even know what time it is, um, but, yeah, these are, like, uh, sometimes I just gotta put out a rant, because I'm, like, I don't want to record, like, 80 little topics on all this stuff, like, I take these rants, and I'll break them down into deeper, deeper, let's go deeper into the topics individually, but my energy's so all over the place, I don't really, I was like, I don't really trust my judgment to just hit record quite yet, and then try to focus, like, I gotta kind of just, like, put it all down first, but, um, this is my brainstorming process done out loud pretty much um I don't even know once I get to this hotel I'm probably just gonna knock out I got a cool audio type video to unwind to I'm just gonna I'm just gonna relax for once you know I've had three days of poor sleep it is time to freaking sleep on time you know um I did this to myself (laughs) I did this to myself, um, but yeah, anyways, I don't know when I'm posting this, I hope everyone had either a good previous weekend, or if you're, if the up, if the weekend's upcoming, I hope your upcoming weekend is gonna be good, um, and, um, with that, I'm gonna stop this episode, and thanks for listening.